The difference between the six-figure and beyond earners and everyone else is the way you lead your team. If leading your team feels like a full-time job that is draining the life out of you, this episode is for you. Yes, there will be times when your team is going to need more from you. But if you've been feeling like you're on a hamster wheel for way too long, it's time to show you how to get off. There are steps you can take to make the journey smoother, to lead instead of pull. The goal is to feel like you're in this with your team because you are partners, not single-handedly dragging your team up the hill with you. I'm going to lay out three ways to keep your teams fired up and motivated so that you keep a healthy amount of people working their business. Welcome to the Dreams Before Dishes podcast. My name is Cody Bills, and I'm here to help you build the direct sales business of your dreams. I've been clearing a seven-figure income through direct sales since the early 2000s, all while being a busy mom of four, a wife, and an entrepreneur. Sound impossible? It's not. It all started from my kitchen table, and in this podcast series, you'll learn how I did it. So go ahead and leave the dishes for later and listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Instacart. I'm always looking for places to save time and having to run a quick errand is never really quick or grocery shopping for that matter. I use Instacart and can have dog food, groceries, Costco, you name it, delivered right to my door. Instacart is a game changer and now you can get $10 off your first order by going to instacart.dreamsoffordishes.com. I-N-S-T-A-C-A-R-T dot dreamsbeforedishes.com. Whatever you want from local stores brought right to your door. Ready for the first way to keep your team flames burning bright? Let's start by imagining yourself in the least favorite classroom in high school. Think about what made it least favorite. Was it the content being taught? Was it the teacher? What would have made that class fun? My least favorite class came in my freshman year. I was at a new school and I didn't know anyone. And then I walked into algebra. The teacher was mean. I can still see her in my mind with those big, huge round glasses, a monotone voice, and the most sour expression. I'm not even sure if she knew how to use the smile muscles in her face. If you had questions, she ridiculed you and told you all the answers were in the book, so go find them. There was no engagement, no joy, no why behind the what. But here's what really baffles me. She chose to become a teacher, and she chose to teach math, but yet you couldn't find someone who looked less interested in the subject. If I couldn't figure out when I'd ever use this, she seemed to be the exclamation point that screamed, you won't, and it's useless. Unfortunately, I broke my 4.0 streak in that class and I had to retake it in the summer. And although not all of that blame lies on my teacher, I know the environment in that classroom played a major part. The atmosphere screamed, let's just get through this material because we have to. And when that's your teacher's attitude, you can bet it's going to trickle down. Your team is your class and you are the teacher. What are you doing to keep them entertained and motivated? Inserting fun and not just work is so important. Start by creating a team name, logo, and motto. Get input from your team and make it a contest. Just like branding yourself, you can brand your team and create an amazing culture. 
run incentives, and issue challenges to earn those incentives. Everyone loves a good competition that rewards hard work. And don't forget to recognize. Individual recognition goes a long way and can have lasting effects on people. Don't be like my math and history teacher and let some slip through the cracks. Be creative and remind your team that this is not a job, but it can pay like a good job if you have fun and work hard at it. Building a brand will create unity and purpose and help your team feel like they are part of something, a community with like-minded people. My second suggestion is this, never stop selling. Your team needs to know the why behind the what. The what is selling products, working your business, and building a team. But what is the why? When you're offering your products, you understand that you need to sell. When you explain the opportunity, you again should realize that you're selling. But what most people miss is that you're still selling to your team. They need to see the value of showing up. They need to be reminded of the benefits of watching the training, and they need to be resold on why the work is worth it over and over. This is what keeps your team fire burning. I'm going to give you two example posts. Which one would you click on? Post A. Hey, this is a good training you should go watch. Post B. I just got three new ideas from Facebook parties that I never would have thought of. I'm so pumped. They look easy and way more fun than what we've been doing. This is a 30-minute must-watch. I'm dropping the link below. So which one would you click on? Okay, the second one, obviously, because they took the time to sell me. They laid out the value for me. We need to explain the why. The first post told me they found a good training, but they didn't say why it was good. Post two told me they found a good training and they explained why it was great and how it could help me. They sold me on why trading 30 minutes of my life for that training would be worth it. We need to resell the dream to them. And this isn't in a sleazy way. You're selling whether you realize it or not every day. Sharing with enthusiasm is selling. When you tell a friend about your favorite book or a movie or a restaurant, you're selling. When you work to convince your kids that they should try the new food on their plate, you're selling. When you believe in your product, your business, and the possibilities that come with it, it should be easy to sell because all you're really doing is sharing with enthusiasm. But don't make the mistake of thinking that enrollees don't still need to see that passion and fire. Share your business blessings and encourage others to do the same. The resell on the team is what's possible And what that really means is that you're inspiring them to believe that the dishes really can wait and their dreams aren't going to wait if they don't put them first. One way to get your team refired up and sold on their business is to run incentives and issue challenges to earn those incentives. Have you ever been at the grocery store and seen one of those deals that are 10 for 10 or 3 for 10 and suddenly you have a lot more in your cart than you originally needed? Of course you have, because it works. We've all done it, and it can work great with your team as well. Incentivize. We all love getting a little extra. Incentives and competitions that reward hard work can do wonders for your team growth. And don't forget to recognize. Individual recognition goes a long way and can have lasting effects on people. Don't be like my math teacher and let them slip through the cracks. Be creative and remind your team that this is not a job, but it can pay like a great one, like I said before. And finally, my third tip is to lead 
with balance and by example. You've got to do yourself what you challenge your team to do. If there is something you can't or aren't willing to do yourself, then don't ask your team to do it. Practice what you preach. Lead by example and push for and earn the incentives that your company rolls out. Show them a way and that it's possible. It's also so important to be vulnerable and real with your team. Let them know you are human and that you make mistakes and have failures, as success never comes without failures. Sympathize with others, but also teach that is it a stepping stone to fail and to not let it get them down. All of this will strengthen bonds within your team. Don't bombard them with too much training. People will totally get overwhelmed. Be mindful of their time and utilize what's already available. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. I used to stress over creating a bunch of training material, but then realized it was a waste of my precious time to redo what corporate at my company has already created. If things aren't streamlined, then it causes confusion. And if you don't want to paint the picture to a new leader, that it's what you have to spend your time on. With this said, don't lose authority. Always stay in front of your team. Show your face. Give tips and advice and point them in the direction of where they can utilize effective resources. So to wrap this up, just remember to walk the walk and talk the talk. Your team watches your every move and you set the tone. If your attitude is bad, their attitude will be bad. I want to end this episode with a question for you. If you sent out an anonymous poll to your team asking them to describe you as a leader, what would they say? Think on that and be sure to listen to the next episode. For the full show notes from this episode, go to dreamsbeforedishes.com. Make sure you subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. And of course, if you want more Cody with an eye in your life, you can find her on Instagram at Cody Bills or on her website and blog, codybills.com.